I remember back in 2008 when I got my first um, disc of Adobe CS3 with a fresh set of keys. They did used to come back in discs back in there and there was something to owning your own software that you just purchased with your hard-earned money. I was a kid back in the day and I had to find my ways to actually get in the official version of Adobe CS3. This kickstarted my career in design and I've been using Adobe ever since. I still do up to this day, but our relationship is coming to an end. And in this episode, I'll explain why I'm stopping or leaving Adobe as a product designer in 2020. Welcome to Not A UX Designer. I'm your host, Farma Henry. And if you are new to the podcast, this is a podcast about building better products, the people and the processes that make it all happen. And if you're getting into UX design, product design, or any other design thinking related role, then you're at the right place. You want to subscribe to this podcast so that you can catch every time that we have a new episode, um, you know, with some of our um intentionally <laughs> informative podcast that we try to put out there um but uh if you're not so much of a podcast person and you just stumbled upon this and you would like to engage with the community of people uh then learn more by joining our design community at you know the website that we'll be launching very soon at do better ux or just join the conversation on linkedin on our group just look out for do better ux or look at the footnotes for this show wherever you're listening to it um, will be able to leave a link in the description so jumping on to the topic of the day the reason why I'm leaving Adobe suite as a product designer um, I've been a designer for about 18 years now, um, professional for maybe about 12 of those 18, uh, and I've been practicing this design thinking and UX design for about the past eight of those 18. And that was even before I knew what UX design was really here in South Africa. The term was still vague. There was design thinking human-centered design, you know, user-centered design. Um, the UX design term was really trying to establish a role in it. And over the years, I have matured from just being a traditional UX designer into a strategist and a product designer. I now help my clients with product strategy and how to build products and try and make them um, last and actually launch into the product, into the real world and make it. As you know, most businesses fail before they even launch. Uh, that is some of the things that I try to do and help customers figure out if, um, if their product is even worth launching using design sprints and validating their ideas quickly and in a less uh, expensive way than trying to build an MVP taking it out into the into the market and actually validating if the idea works after building the product but anyway back to today's topic over the past few years as a as a, as a product designer I found myself using less and less of Adobe especially Photoshop through due to its clunkiness you know when you're working with a large number of, of screens now when you're digging 
when you're working with digital products you're usually working with you know um screen flows uh you know a lot of screen in instances and adobe photoshop was not designed to do this this was a tool that I and I think a lot of other designers who have been using Adobe over the years gravitated to. This was before I even, you know, uh, had the opportunity to use Adobe XD. Uh, Adobe XD came in the way and made things a little bit lighter, thing, made things a little bit UX design focused, uh, of which I think these tools are really more of UI screen design focused when you come to user experience design I think there's a little bit more in the design thinking bucket that user experience designers need to think about or product designers need to think about other than just the UI tools that they use to actually make the user interfaces for the products that they're working on so going back to adobe it became very clunky even when adobe xd came through trying to catch on with some of the um, industry leading products at that time like sketch uh, and envision it was just not enough for me to spend so much time in 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 um in adobe i did go back into photoshop and illustrator when i really wanted that maximum creative control and how you know where i wanted to tweak things so that they look the way that i want them to look like uh, but other than those you know scenarios where i wanted to do something creative and you know bring you know a creative flair uh to the project uh 90 of the time i was just working on tools that you know um gave me a simple way to create wireframes and screens uh which was majority of the work that i was doing uh to you know bring ideas into images as quick as possible and you know just try to validate what i was doing as quick as possible as well put it in front of customers so that has been my journey with with adobe and from adobe i sort of like switched to sketch as well um as the next best industry industry started for for ui design work um and I've been a big sketch and a big uh, Envision um, fan over the years. In fact, I love Envision. I love the company. I love, you know, the big role that they're playing within the UX community and really helping with education and helping UX designers and people who want to get into UX design, learn more about UX design and the practices and really embedding it and helping us sell UX design. Uh, so big ups to Envision for that. Uh, but when it comes to his tools, um, I've used, you know, their Envision Studio. Uh, but most of the time that I've used Envision was, you know, with a combination of using Sketch as the main design tool and Envision as the prototyping and um, collaboration tool which worked perfectly for some time until sketch and envision started pulling from both ends uh, when uh, envision came with uh, envision studio trying to do what sketch was doing and sketch started adding you know prototyping features and sharing features and all of that and i feel like within that process the optimization started getting lost somewhere in the in the in the process and 
we really lost the 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 optimization that allowed you to work smoothly with tons and tons of screens so things started getting clunky again things started getting really weird you didn't know if you want to use in visual studio for this feature or you want to use the other one uh, and then framer came into the picture and then yeah things got really messy but out of all this mess there was one tool that really um, stood out for me and that was the world of Figma. I discovered Figma um, early on when it was released and I started using it. It was really clunky and buggy in the first early days but there are a couple of things that that really you know sold me on on getting into the into the community of figma first of all there was a big community supporting figma from the developer uh end point of things you know people building plugins and doing all these crazy things that you know you could do in sketch um it felt really light you know working in figma and the best thing is that you could run this um software in your browser um it comes with a free version that allows designers to get into the market with a lower barrier to entry, uh, which is really great, uh, which gives you the full features of what Figma has. And you can actually just, you know, uh, use it and actually share um, with um, your projects with your with your with the clients and get feedback and so forth. So there are so many things to love about Figma. but. A very selfish one from my side, I think most of all is that um, there's a huge drive on optimizing it more and more for the iPad and with my workflow um, having spending more and more time doing tasks um, that are mainly in the browser actually 90% of the work that I do is in the browser um, so I find myself not having to use a traditional heavy machine like a laptop for you know 90% of my UI work even you know the UX work that I'm doing um, I find myself gravitating more and more to the iPad and I'm trying to build this um, end-to-end -end UX design um, iPad production setup and that is just something you know selfish from my from my from my own point of view but it's something that i'm really excited that the figma community is working towards and trying to optimize and build on and on um trying to make that happen so i'm really 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 excited about that and i think if you are a ux designer starting out in 2020 i think figma is really one of those tools that you want to look at um, as a tool that you want to spend most of your learning curve in uh, most of these tools you know if you're looking at uh, figma framer sketch adobe xd they have very similar layouts around how you use them i think if you're a ux designer in south africa you also might want to spend a lot of time in sketch i think that's almost like an industry standard for almost all ux design um, companies i think they have already invested invested in in purchasing the licenses for sketch and envision um, and have created partnerships with these companies so 
I think Figma is is going to become you know a tool of the future and I see more and more companies gravitating towards it uh, but you know there's a balance between sketch and figma i think if you're starting out as a ux designer in 2020 if you're starting out as a freelance ux designer in 2020 i think figma is the utmost perfect tool that you can start off with it's free you can do a ton of things that you can do in any other tool like sketch um, it runs in the browser so you can pretty much run it on any machine that you might have um, it is a little bit clunky when you're trying to do this on on touch enabled devices um, there are some things that are happening in the iPad world like I've mentioned uh, but um, you can almost run it on almost any desktop PC and it just runs in the browser seamlessly and I really like that about it the fact that it's free you can run it from anywhere uh, just makes it the ideal tool for people who are starting out and who don't have who don't have the money to invest in licenses and uh, super intensive design machines so that is the main reason why i am leaving adobe and sketch um, as a product designer in 2020 onto figma i'm really excited about the things that they're doing uh, this is not an uh, an endorsed uh, podcast um, Figma didn't pay me anything to do this but I'm just uh, one one big super fanboy and uh, I think um, they they are they are a big part of um, of of um, of the future of UX design and um, it's a company that we really want to 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 look at so I would recommend again anyone getting into UX in 2020 to know your way around Figma um, and the wide range of extensions that it offers and the flexibility to collaborate and share with your teams out there so that's it for this podcast episode i am super excited for some of the things that are coming out of our do better ux uh, community and you know um, just the developments that we are having here uh, please do check out our youtube channel uh, if you just look up do, do better ux you should see it again in the footnotes um, somewhere you know wherever you listen to you wherever you listen to your podcast um they're very exciting things that we're doing here we've got uh design streaming uh coming up we've got you know a series of um of interactive online workshops and uh and web classes for people who are getting into ux design and for seasoned ux designers who want to take their career to the next level uh for 2020 and beyond so please look out for that on dobetterux.com um, which is launching pretty soon we are pretty excited to have the countdown going down already so that's a wrap for our show today if you like the podcast and you'd like to hear more from us uh, please rate and subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to it and if you want to learn more uh, join the community um, on linkedin i'm your host farmer henry and until the next one i'm out <laughs>